You're listening to episode 83 of the STEM Space. I just had my first STEM family night, and today I'm talking to Natasha about what I learned and how you can be successful in engaging families at your school with STEM. Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Natasha. From college roommates to co-founders of Vivify STEM, pull up a seat as we discuss our experiences as aerospace engineers, teachers, moms, program directors, curriculum writers, graduate students, and friends. This is the STEM Space Podcast. Hello, Claire. Hey. <laughs> How are you feeling? Are you exhausted? I'm so tired. <laughs> Okay, but you survived. So let's tell everybody what just happened at your school. So I had my first STEM family night and I know you've run like what hundreds of them. Feels like it. (laughs) I guess I actually that is true. I have technically run hundreds of STEM nights. I have not personally attended all of them, but I have provided training and supplies to do 30 to 40 every year. Um, yeah, that so really can, blows my mind. I'm excited <laughs> to hear your the, this first experience is always overwhelming because you have grand plans and you've probably seen my pictures of STEM nights yes. and you're like, that's what it's going to be. And then it doesn't always go exactly as planned. But yes. let's start with go from the beginning. How was preparing for your STEM night? Well, since I had you in my back pocket, that made it so much easier because we have the guide, everything is like ready to go. I had my students, the junior hires, I had them make the display boards. So I provided them the things that were in our guide, like these are the instructions on how to run the different stations that we want to do, make the board really pretty. And so they'd like copy it on there and draw pictures and even put examples of the different things like hoop gliders on the board itself. So that was really cool. So they had some ownership to it. Uh, They were involved in helping gather all the supplies. So giving them more responsibility made it really easy on me, but also made it so they were pumped to be there. So preparing for it was not as overwhelming as I expected. Um, It was really just like the actual event. (laughs) Okay. So before we get to the actual event, you guys had a creative way of marketing and getting kids to attend. How did you get people there? Yes. So I am fortunate this year to be in a new position. I'm the STEM director now, not the STEM classroom teacher. So we hired a STEM classroom teacher. She's awesome. Her name's Lacey Nelly. And she had this fabulous idea of reminding the kids to come by creating these uh, wristbands, which, you know, like um, Avery, that label, whatever. So they make these wristbands that are like the label. So you can print them. And they're like the wristbands you get like at a water park or something that allow you to enter entrance. You know, you can't really mm-hmm. take them off unless you cut them off. Yeah. So those things that you stick on their wrists, around their wrists. Yeah. And so it said STEM family night, 530 to 7 tonight. And she had the teachers all hand those out the day of STEM night. So they would remember, which was fabulous because everybody came. <laughs> And that was probably a little bit overwhelming because you said like 90% of your school was there. Yes. Uh, That's a lot of people. And we, I am at a private school. We do not have our own facilities. We share it with a church. So Mm -hmm. we don't have like a gym or a cafeteria. Oh, 
So this space. Wait, you, who's this? Right. There's like this youth hall mm-hmm. that if you think of it, uh, it's kind of like a quasi auditorium. It has like a little stage, but it's pretty small. Uh, fortunately, it has carpet which could be bad, but also it's really good for acoustics, I realized, because there was a ton of people packed in there. I can imagine it could get really loud if it was like a cafeteria, um, even though we'd, I would appreciate more space. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yes. So it was kind of chaotic because we had like three different rooms full of the different activities. So having to say, oh, there's more over there, or, you know, mm-hmm. directing people, that was a challenge. But everybody seemed to really love it and they were able to go to all the all the different oh. stations, which we had seven this year. Yeah. So let's walk everybody through the event. Did you do have like a welcome sign in table? I did. So you walk in the door, I had a sign in table that talked about what your mission was, which was to go to each of the activities, get punches. So I know you've done with stamps, right? Punches sounds funny. Yeah. Punch <laughs> get punched. <laughs> So you do stamps usually when you do it, right? Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. Well, I was just thinking that could be really messy. Um, What? I don't know. I mean, I mean the ink pad, I guess. The ink pad. There's like these self inking uh, stamps. So those that's what I usually use. Oh, that's a good idea. I didn't think of that. So, but I got little punches just because I had them, which are like you know they you press it down and it. Uh, cuts out a little heart or something Mm -hmm. which was really cool the kids really liked it it did make a mess because then I had like snowflakes all over the floor you were trying to avoid a mess and I I made a mess your idea was messier you're right it was (laughs) but also I have some uh schemer kids and I didn't want them trying to like copy over the like Mm -hmm. make their own stamp like color and you know Mm -hmm. it's like you can't replicate my little smiley face punch. That's true. So. What was the goal of getting the punches? Like, were they going to get something at the end? Yes. So for two out of the seven total punches, you'd get popcorn. If you filled it all out, all seven punches, you get a free homework pass. If you bring it to school. Nice. The kids were so excited about that, which was funny because like half of our grade levels don't have homework (laughs) and the kids were still so excited about it I was like okay I mean I wanted this to be incentive I'm glad you're excited about it so I was talking to the teachers I was like I don't know how you're going to use this but the kids are really pumped about it so they're like well maybe we'll like add it as a five minutes off how much you need to read at home I don't know so (laughs) or points on a test or something like that Uh, we don't have a budget yet for STEM. I usually apply for grants and, you know, you get them in the spring. Well, right now we don't have anything. So I was trying to think of incentives instead of doing like raffle prizes or something that we don't have money for right now of things that don't cost anything, which, you know, what's interesting, Claire, is that I have stopped doing raffle prizes because I found that they're not a great incentive. We used to like advertise spheral robots and telescopes and it Mm -hmm. didn't really change the attendance. Um, I could actually do an experiment because I kind of did because we do so many STEM nights, Yeah. but six of our STEM nights, we gave raffles and the rest we did not um, because I had an additional grant for a few campuses mm. and I did not notice any increase in attendance. The kids didn't really talk about the raffle. No one was like, who's going to get the robot? Like they just showed up because they were going to show up. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Well, it was because that to me was the best incentive. Like we give pizza to the families and that's when most people were like, I'm here for the pizza. (laughs) Yes, you're right. Well, because we had talked about the beginning um, that we might do a raffle and the STEM teacher had actually told the kids that there was going to be really cool prizes, didn't know what it was going to be yet. And then we didn't. And I've heard nothing from the kids. So because they we don't really think, care. That's what they care about. And then I was like, well, maybe the kid that wants to win a sphere robot is the type of kid that would show up anyway. Mm, yes. You know? You're right. The kid that comes for the pizza is a different <laughs> kid that I'm trying to reach. <laughs> You're exactly right. Yes. So I actually went to our local movie theater and said, we're having this STEM night. I come in here every night for your popcorn. I don't come in to see a movie. I come in and buy the popcorn and leave. <laughs> Uh, so I was like, do you really? No, I really do that. <laughs> We're that good. Next people. time I visit you, actually, oh. I do get to try some. Your husband get he had a bag. Hit oh, you're eating I have now. a bag right here. <laughs> well, did they like donate popcorn? They gave us a really big discount. Nice. Yes. So that was a huge hit because it was like I didn't have to make it because I was going to rent a popcorn machine. I was like, this is going to be intense. I'm have a baby strap to me while I'm trying to make popcorn and it's going to be messy. And how do I keep up with however many people? I don't know. So that's, I was like, can y'all, can I just like buy a bunch of small bags? And they're like, yeah. So they had this like huge box. It filled up my whole trunk of that's bags awesome. of popcorn. So we just had to hand them out. Good. It was, oh yeah. My car still smells like popcorn. Did your husband steal a few? <laughs> I made sure to reserve some for him. <laughs> Okay, but Claire, I was going to ask you this. Mm-hmm. Senya was with you the whole time? Oh, like yeah. Was, oh, my gosh. Yeah. How did, did that go? She did great. She was strapped oh. to me the whole time, just loved watching everybody. She just loves people. She does. I'm not enough for this kid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she needs a social yes. socialization of all the people. I mean, there's so much going on at oh, yeah. these dev nights. Okay, so they walk in. Yes, they get this welcome table. Card. They get their passport, which is their punch card. It tells them what to do, has all the activity lists so that they can make sure they check them all off. It shows a map where everything is. It also has information about projects that we're doing in STEM this year and how they can support, like either by purchasing off of our Amazon wish list or donating or volunteering nice. their time. So kind of a way to showcase the rest of STEM, not just the activities. And then uh, mass chaos ensued. So they, they would go off to the different activities. The right where the welcome table was were the big ones, the most popular ones, which were the straw rockets and hoop gliders. Classic. Those were the things that fly. Things that fly. There's kind of an aerospace room because I also had the space docking activity in there, which wasn't a huge hit. Oh, I think. Really? I think. I don't know. Which. I think part of the problem was, and I want to know if you've ever experienced this. This was a shock to me and probably my fault. I was anticipating STEM family night being something where you're like, hey, come do these activities with your kids. See what they're doing in STEM. See if you can handle it. Can you compete with your kid? They're going to show you how to do it. That is not what happened. What happened is that the parents came in, their kids went 
straight to all the activities. The parents kind of lined the walls and had a little chit chat with their friends night while their kids went off and did all the activities. Have you ever experienced that? That is super lame. <laughs> right? I'm just like imagining all these parents just like hanging out on the outside and all the kids. That is so interesting. I mean, there were a few parents that got in there and were helping their kid, but it was more yeah. like they were helping their kid, not doing it with them. Yeah. And if you've seen photos that I yes. have like in the planning guide, it's the parents are building the tower with their kids. Yes. Um, my theory is, okay, elementary and middle school, you have them all together, right? Yes. In this family night. Mm-hmm. In elementary nights, it's very heavy on parent involvement. So the parents are in there with the microscopes. Like I have a picture where the mom is wearing the lab coat with her daughter. They get into it. They're so excited to be there. And the thing I hear from parents is I'm used to coming to these events and being talked at, right? Mm. And this is the first time that I get to be engaged with what my kids are doing and learning. And they're so excited to be there. Middle school is a different story. Half the time the parents drop the kids off and are like, I'll see you in an hour Uh (laughs) and let these middle school kids go roam free. And that's not the intention. And then the parents that do show up realize that it's just kids and that it's kind of awkward. And then there's always like a parent seating area (laughs) that they just sit at. And so maybe the middle school population of like that dynamic sets the tone. Yeah. Mm. That could be true. We also had middle schoolers running a lot of the stations to try to get them involved. So I wonder if that also influenced it. Like this is Hmm. about the kids. I don't know. Um, You want to have a talk with these parents. I do. Well, I should have probably set the stage since I'm not in the classroom. I'm not really sure how it was presented to the students. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think next time we'll be more intentional about Hey, kids, challenge your parents, show them how to do it, see if they can do it better than you. And also, I realized that I messed up because I only gave passports to the kids. Oh, right. Yeah. You I got should it. have Hand given to the parents. The parents also needed to earn their popcorn. I was just they giving them do. popcorn. See, no, Claire. I messed no. I you So messed I ruined up. it. This is on me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the parents are at fault too. They should have jumped in, but obviously they felt uncomfortable. Maybe they were not seeing any other parents involved. So it just started a whole trend of, yeah. There's just probably need to be more examples of involvement. You, okay, here's what you do. You call the parents that you know well and say, at this family night, you will be with your kids (laughs) and you're going to get all the other parents involved because space talking is so fun with parents. That's usually my parent one where it's like a whole family, right? It's like grandparents and aunts and they're all doing it together. So fun. So maybe that's why they didn't have as much participation because that's a harder one to do with younger kids. Yes. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. So, but I did overall hear that it was a fantastic event. All the parents were super excited. I was getting texts later that night saying, thank you so much. My kids had a blast. So they didn't know what they we're missing out on you had in your head right they it just was, came no yes. expectations and probably had the best time and it was probably one of the most engaging and chaotic events they'd ever been to <laughs> yes because we'd never done anything like that at my high school like ever the only thing that people Whoa. were relating it to which I'm wondering if 
actually I'm processing this as I'm talking. Somebody had said, oh, I thought it was kind of like a science fair showcase where you come and see what the kids are doing. And I'm wondering if that's because the display boards that talked about the different activities was those trifold science fair boards. And we've had science fair at our school. So I wonder if it like looked like a science fair or student showcase. And so that's what they were one that you're building the the project yes, right. live. <laughs> it's like an aquarium. It. <laughs> just like watching them. A children's zoo. It's a yeah. STEM kid zoo. Come watch your kid. <laughs> what was your principal's reaction? Oh, she loved it. Yes. And she's been posting all over social media. Look what we did. And uh, look at how awesome our teachers are. Which, shout out to my teachers they had a ridiculously crazy day at school because Spirit Week started this week, too. Oh. So the kids were extra hyped up. And then right after, we had a staff meeting after school. And right after that, we had STEM night. I was asking for parents to volunteer at these stations. I had one parent volunteer. The rest of the stations were run by teachers. They gave more of their time. And we're there all day without eating. I was like, eat some more popcorn. Thank you for being here. They were amazing. So I've had some schools give uh, like a little pizza thing right before the event starts just to Mm. get the teachers to eat because it's such a long night. Yours was until seven. Yes. Right. And then you're there cleaning up afterwards. So yeah. Yeah. Thank you to all those teachers. Um, Sounds like they pulled it off though. What was the best station and what was the worst station Mm, okay best station straw rockets of course Mm -hmm. i mean it was a mess afterwards but it is the messy one Mm -hmm. love it and it's just so fun because you can really experiment and really figure out what's going to work and what doesn't and improve and the kids the kids do that naturally with that station you know, you don't have to prompt them. Like with hoop gliders, a lot of times you have to be like, okay, well now let's change some things with that one. They're like, oh, let me raise it higher. Or, ooh, what if I, you know, change this? They just do it. I don't know. Um, worst station is also my fault. Oh no. <laughs> Was balloon pop, which is, you have, we had Sphero robots and the goal is that you have balloons lined up along the floor and you have like a runway of sorts kind of like a bowling alley lane Mm -hmm. and the kids have to design on a like solo cup Mm -hmm. some way to pop the balloon if they put that solo cup design on top of the rope sphero robot and drive it at the balloons so i was not (laughs) you've experienced this (laughs) i did and i know i did it for one space club family night which only had like 30 families Mm. and i was like that was great i won't do it again but (laughs) (laughs) so i wanted a station with robots and so that was Mm -hmm. i was like this would be fun but i think the problem was is there was no direction at the beginning so it started off poorly the kids didn't know what to do they were just like throwing these balloons around and like stabbing them with oh, the that's a good point and, yeah just balloons everywhere it, oh man it was it was like just a party crazy yes and I was like sorry parents for giving your kids weapons I don't know <laughs> you know and then the the robot started dying because we didn't charge them long enough I don't know um yeah. and I should have had backup that's iPads true. so 
I think next time we'll do more of a chariot race challenge. Mm -hmm. You've done that before. It's in our planning guide if you want to learn how to do it. Yes, (laughs) that sounds way less. Yeah, so the chariot challenge, no balloons involved. It's a race, but they have to carry ping pong balls. So they get the solo cup and then they get to build on top of it some Mm -hmm. contraption to carry a set. I think it's like six, make it kind of hard, six ping pong balls. So it's funny because as they're like, going down the lane they have to turn around and come back and that's when all the oh balls go flying (laughs) then they have to like start back when they left them so it's hard to keep that cup on top of that spiro that's true too yeah they never balance it right Mm -hmm. so yeah that's a really good one we'll do that next time i'm gonna i need to train the volunteers more so we started at 5 30 which i don't know if that's a good time or not yeah that's that's typically when they start what did you think about it well I think it would have been great if we hadn't had a staff meeting right before because I didn't get to like train mm-hmm. the volunteers. They that were just was like, go read the board and it'll give you instructions on what to do. And I was like, but the everybody's already here. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, yeah. one suggestion is you can send out the instructions that day in the morning or a couple mm-hmm. days before. So the teachers are yes. like, here's my station. I know what it is. I'll ask questions, even if they don't have the stuff. Yes. That's a great idea. I should have done that. Well, it was a lot going on. Because <laughs> you, I mean, honestly, half my seven nights, they just show up and they're like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. And it's like 15 minutes before. And I'm like, the instructions are in the box. Good luck. You'll be fine. That's what I did. <laughs> and they may or may not be. And but... some of the stations worked well like that. Like the mm-hmm. amazing architects where we had just a bunch of things they could build with and yeah. some task cards. Like that's obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the build a boat. That was a huge hit too. Oh, nice. um, I had the little counting bears that mm-hmm. they would have yeah, to put in the boats. Mm-hmm. And the I got the foil where you just, it has the pre-cut sheets. So you mm-hmm. just, so it's like you use one sheet of foil. How many bears can you get to float? Perfect. I had one kid, a first grader, 45 bears. That doesn't seem possible. On his boat. I didn't get a picture. I wasn't there, but his mom is a close friend of mine and she verified. She, about it. she said, this is, this actually happened. Can he count? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. But yeah. Wow. Crazy. So that was That's pretty impressive. cool. I had a leaderboard for that one, which is great. Oh, nice. Then they could that. see, oh, well, oh, I got to beat this kid. And that was fun. That's the one that parents kind of jumped in on and w- were helping and wanting to do it too. So I need to create more of that, that kind of atmosphere with all of them. So maybe having some sort of leaderboard or um, keeping track of, of things, mm-hmm. maybe you could get the competitive nature of parents will draw you- them in. What do you write on the leaderboard? Is it like the kid's name and the... Their family name, like their last name. That's what I was going to say. You should do yes. family name. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the number of bears. And the bears when you're representing bones. us. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let down the family. Yeah. Because yeah. you could do that with straw rockets and... Mm-hmm. Well, glider. Maybe gliders. You, distance. I guess distance. Mm-hmm. We had cones um, lining it to, for distance. Yeah. Yes. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you could do, maybe you could time it with the chariot race. You could yeah. do the tallest mm-hmm. tower with the architectures mm-hmm. that you could that, do. That one's a popular one. Almost all of them. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We had the quiver app too. So that's where mm-hmm. you draw on these papers and then bring it to life with an app that animates it and makes it an augmented reality. That was a huge hit because you have a lot of little kids, um, siblings, and also I have kinders and pre-K students that were, were drawing and then their parents were like 
what? <laughs> um, so that was pretty cool. That one, I never get families involved. Like they just sit back and watch on that one. But that makes sense because it's just color. coloring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had one mom that was into it that was coloring. Oh, okay. I think well, she just wanted to color. I don't know. You know how many <laughs> options do you, or uh, opportunities do you have as an adult? Right. Never. Color. <laughs> I've actually been doing that with Madeline whenever she starts drawing. I'm like, you know, this is actually kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> relaxing. So we have adult coloring books now. That's right. That's right. I'm too impatient though to do one of the because those are intricate. Mm-hmm. Those adult coloring books. Who is time for that? <laughs> I have I have one. I've like started and it's like I've done a tiny little part of the page and I'm like, this I this isn't productive. That's right. <laughs> so another thought that I had is what if there was a station where only parents did it and the kids could only give them instructions but could not help like what if you what if I purposefully set it up that way okay it kind of gets them in the mindset do you have something well the first thing I would say the kids that don't have their parents there would feel really bad and then they wouldn't get credit for it so I would caution on that one good but I, I like where you're going with it because I think if you have stations that require multiple people so like Straw Rockets doesn't. Space docking does. That's why we see families involved there. And mm-hmm. if they don't have their parents, they can join a family or, you know, mm, good point. Like get their friends. So I wouldn't make it, you have to have your parents there, but you have to have people. So these shouldn't be like kids by themselves doing the activities. They should mm-hmm. be working in groups. That's a really good point. Yes. Make more activities with multiple. That require Require. Teamwork teamwork which is what we do in stem anyway so yeah it's just has to it's hard to figure out which like the stations like straw rockets is like the best one but you could do it by yourself right Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's a tricky balance um and then like tallest tower like those you could technically do by yourself but it's so much more fun (laughs) if you do it with a partner your parents yes which is true because I don't think any of the kids were building by themselves they were all working with other kids okay, good. on that one yes yeah. well I'm gonna tell you about something that happened this week that I think you would find kind of funny that's related to stem nights okay so one of I mentioned the station where the mom was wearing the lab coat yes so that's microscope mystery we have that one if anybody wants to use it. Basically, this you can get these USB microscopes. They're like 20 bucks on Amazon. Plug them into a Chromebook, laptop. And then we have these cards with microscope slides on them. And they have to guess what they're looking at. And it's like cool stuff like the stomach of a dog or blood oh. or the <laughs> legs of a, of a worker bee. All this like cool anatomy and bugs and, you know, plants and things that I feel like are cool and they have to like guess it. So they're with their parents, like trying to figure out what they're looking at. And on the back, it gives them the science background. Hmm. So I switched to a different manufacturer (laughs) of these microscope slides. So I used to get them. And the one that's linked um, is the national geographic microscope slides for kids. Awesome set. Love it. Well, I needed to order 60 of them because I was, I'm here in San Antonio distributing these STEM career toolkits to schools and they didn't have the amount I needed. So I switched to Amscope. Shout out to Amscope, great company. But Amscope, you sent me the set of slides for kids and there's um, slide number 19 is 
Yeah. It's a part of a rabbit, which is like fine. Okay. Rabbit testes. Oh, no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why is this in the set for kids? Like of all the parts of a rabbit <laughs> that you could include... Why uh, would you put testicles? Because I would never get <laughs> that. That's why. So heads up to those teachers. If you go from ANSCO, slide 19, <laughs> don't use it. <laughs> I mean, on the other hand, if this inspires some kids to pursue science, <laughs> then I'm for it. But. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have any of those issues. So. <laughs> So if you ever do microscope mystery, um, just watch out for the slides that <laughs> Slide are nineteen. <laughs> you could always label it something else. Nobody would ever know. Oh yeah, that's true. I could. <laughs> rabbit I foot. It's a lucky rabbit foot. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Oh, that's awesome. Well, uh, I am so excited that I finally got a STEM family night under yeah. my belt. Thank you for your guidance and your expertise. I'm excited to tackle the next one and improve upon what I did this time. Yeah. Awesome job. Um, it was really cool to kind of hear all your planning and preparation that it all came together and a shout out again to all those teachers at your school that yes. put in so much time and effort to pull it off. And um, if anybody wants to do their own STEM night, we have tons of blog posts. Hopefully Claire, we can post some photos of your event, yeah. but for now, STEM space out. Thank you.